Hi, thanks for tuning in. We're so glad that you're joining us again today. And wherever you're watching from, a very, very warm welcome. I want to share a message today that encourages your heart, adds courage to your heart, causes peace to come into a soul that may be troubled today. It's interesting times in which we're living where the stability of so many things suddenly seems so uncertain. Things that we once had certainty in, suddenly it seems like they're shifting. Things that haven't shifted for years, that we used to think were solid platforms, now seem a lot more shaky than they once did. Now, I'm so thankful that in the midst of a time where there's so much uncertainty, we can have a confidence as followers of Jesus. We can have a confidence in something that I once heard put this way, an unchanging Jesus and an unshakable kingdom. Aren't those great words? Let those just um, sink into your heart for a moment. But as followers of Jesus, as believers, as Christians, we have an unchanging Jesus, an unchanging king, and we're a part of a kingdom that's unshakable. Now, like I said, everything around us at the moment seems to be changing, shifting. Leaders and positions, people are coming into position and then being moved out of position at a rate that we've never really seen before. Policies being made, then being broken, being changed, being revamped. Peace and securities that are offered us one moment over the media by leaders in the land suddenly being changed and suddenly the peace that they brought no longer being there because of just a moment of continual change. Yet in the centre of all of these things, we must remain focused on number one, always praying for our government praying for the leadership of our land, praying for those in authority in our land, but also, more importantly, understanding in the midst of all of these things, God changeth not. Aren't you glad that in a world and in a time and in a season that seems so unstable and so shifting, we serve a God who changeth not? I love what he says of himself in Malachi chapter 3, verse 6. He says, I am God, and I changeth not. Also in Hebrews chapter 13, verse 8, this time speaking of the Lord Jesus, the writer of Hebrews says, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. There's not much that we're looking at today that we can make that claim about, is there? Things that were in place a month ago no longer in place today. But you see, when it comes to the Lord, when it comes to Jesus, when it comes to God, he changeth not. He's stable, solid, consistent. His promises remain the same. Because Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Now, as an eternal king and lord, that means that his decrees and his promises remain the same as well. Now, we've seen in the government in the West, whether it's prime minister or president, that when the leader of a nation makes promises and decrees, 
a lot of those promises and decrees are based upon the time that they're serving. And the moment that they stop serving, a lot of those decrees and promises can suddenly change. We've all experienced that over the last few years in the Western world. But you see, when we understand that Jesus isn't just King and Lord, he's eternal King. We can have a confidence that the decrees that our eternal King, Jesus, has made to us, his people, remain in place as long as he remains King. And the good news is that Jesus Christ is King eternal. He never changes. He will never be replaced. He will never be overthrown. He will never be impeached. Jesus Christ is Lord eternal King forever. So when we understand that, we can have a confidence and a peace in our hearts that an unchanging King lets us be a part of an unshakable and unchanging kingdom. Now, wherever you have a king, you always have a kingdom. Wherever you have a kingdom, you always have a king. They're synonymous. So when we understand and declare that Jesus is our king, we also recognize that we are citizens of his kingdom. And let me say again, it's a kingdom that's unshakable. So I love the words of Daniel. In chapter 6, verse 26 of the book of Daniel, where it says this, For he is the living God, and he endures forever. His kingdom will not be destroyed ever, and his dominion will have no end. Even though those are words spoken by a man in the Old Testament, Those words remain true. Why? Because God changeth not. Jesus is the same yesterday, today and forever. So these words of Daniel are still true for us today. Our God is the living God. He endures forever. His kingdom will never be destroyed, shaken, overthrown and his dominion, which would be his rule and his reign in our lives and over our lives, will have no end. Now, isn't that wonderful news? That as we live, naturally speaking, in kingdoms and nations that seem to be shaking like a fairground ride, we find a citizenship, a true citizenship, to a kingdom that's unshakable, whose king is Jesus, who's an unchanging king. Now we understand when it comes to citizenship, as followers of Jesus, we all have two now, don't we? A natural one, but also a spiritual one. We all represent countries of natural birth. For me, I was born in the United Kingdom. So my natural citizenship, as declared by my passport, is I'm a a UK citizen. But when I was born again, I was born again into another kingdom. So though my natural citizenship is to a kingdom that can be shaken, my true citizenship, which is my spiritual citizenship, is now true to a kingdom that's unshakable. Now, should we be surprised that like the old rock and roll song used to say, 
there's a whole lot of shaking going on. No, we shouldn't. If we read our Bibles, we shouldn't be surprised that there's a whole lot of shaking going on in the natural kingdoms of the world. Now, actually, again, in the book of Hebrews, it explains this very clearly. Hebrews chapter 12. I'm going to start reading from verse 26. Says at that time, his voice shook the earth. But now he has promised once more, I will shake not only the earth, but also the heavens. The words once more indicate the removing of what can be shaken, that is created things, so that that which cannot be shaken will remain. Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken, let us be thankful, not fearful, thankful, and so worship God acceptably with reverence and awe, for our God is a consuming fire. So what do those words encourage us concerning? Well, it's clearly foretold that everything that can be shaken, that's created natural things, including governments, including leaders in the land, including parliaments and governments, democracies, leaders, nationalities, all of the things that have been created by man that can be shaken, will be shaken. Why? To reveal that which is unshakable. What's unshakable? The kingdom of God, that kingdom that we were born into when we gave our lives to the unchanging King, Jesus Christ. We also need to understand that the Bible tells at the end of the book how every kingdom will one day come under the rulership of the kingdom of God and the unchanging king, Jesus Christ. Again, we shouldn't be surprised by the things we see happening. Rather, we should understand that things that we read about in God's word are actually now in a moment of fulfillment. Let me read to you from the book of Revelations, chapter 11 and verse 15. It says, The seventh angel sounded his trumpet, and there were loud voices in heaven, which began to declare, The kingdoms of the world have become the kingdom of our Lord and of his Messiah, Jesus, and he will reign forever. You see, every other kingdom is destined to come under the authority of an unchanging king and an unshakable kingdom, which is God's kingdom. So other kingdoms, those that even exalted themselves in their own minds above God's, will come to a point when they're under the reign and the rule of Jesus Christ. The good thing is that our lives as believers are already submitted, already under his rule and reign, already enjoying the providence of the king and the kingdom. 
So this is interesting, isn't it? We're looking around. We're seeing everything that can be shaken, everything we once thought was stable, shifting and shaking and changing. We need to be careful that we don't allow fear, worry, anxiety to come into our heart, but rather for the sound of faith to arise. Yes, the natural world I'm living in, there's a whole lot of shaking going on. But with my king, my true king, my king eternal, Jesus Christ, he remains unchanging. And of his kingdom and his kingdom rule and reign, although everything else is being shaken, that can never be shaken. It's an unshakable kingdom. So it's time for us to know two things, isn't it? Number one. Who is the Lord and the king of your life? You know, if you are the king of your life, get ready for things to be shaken. If you've made other things and other people the king and the Lord of your life, again, get ready for things to be shaken. But if you've made Jesus the king of your heart and the Lord of your life, Even in the midst of stormy times, you can know that an unchanging God has got your back, that your life is in the hands of an unchanging God and an unchanging king. But also it's time for us to know and to know as we ought what kingdom we're identifying with. It's very easy for us to identify with a natural kingdom, isn't it? Because in many ways, living in a skin suit, being flesh and blood, all we've experienced for most of our life is this natural way of living in natural nations and natural kingdoms. But actually, it's time for us to awaken in our understanding and say, yeah, I'm in the world, but I'm not of the world. My true citizenship is to a kingdom that's above every kingdom, a kingdom that will remain when others are gone, a kingdom that will remain stable when others are shaking and being removed. I'm a part of a kingdom that the Bible says every other kingdom, kingdoms in the world will come under the rule and reign of. Listen, you don't become a kingdom citizen when you die naturally. You became a kingdom citizen when you were born again. Just as you were born in to a new life and now you identify with that new life, in the same way you were born into a new citizenship, that citizenship being the kingdom of God. And now just as you identify with the new born you in Christ, you also identify that his kingdom trumps every other kingdom in life. I want to just finish with this thought, because we all have a choice once we recognize the kingdom of God, an unshakable kingdom, to be subjects or to be citizens. What's the difference? Well, a subject is somebody that's in the kingdom and they're subject 
to the rules and the ways of the kingdom. But a citizen is somebody that says, this is my kingdom. I live a kingdom life. I live a life that represents this kingdom I'm a part of. Sometimes people, when they're born again and they understand the kingdom of God, they, they become subjects, but they, ever, they never really ever get involved like they should in being a part of what the kingdom is and what the kingdom's doing. I want to encourage you to be a citizen of God's kingdom, not merely a subject. Oh, both mean that you're saved, but one's a better experience. Living a kingdom life is a much better experience than just saying you're a subject to a kingdom. So today, maybe you're watching and you say, I'm a believer, Andy. I'm a follower of Jesus. These words that you've shared, ah, they've brought me peace and they've brought me hope today because you've reminded me, Andy, that I'm a part of an unshakable kingdom and I have an unchanging Jesus. But maybe you're watching, tuning in. Maybe you just kind of stumbled over this broadcast today and you're saying my life doesn't belong to Jesus and I'm looking around and I'm scared and I'm worried and I'm concerned. Or maybe you're saying my life doesn't belong to Jesus like it should. I've been playing the go to church game, but I don't want to do that anymore. That doesn't feel safe. Can I encourage you today to give your life fully to a God who changeth not? To bring your life fully into a kingdom that can't be shaken. That, my friend, is where you will find joy, peace, rest, even in the midst of troubled times. I want to pray for you today, if that's you, wherever you're watching from. Just join in with me by saying amen at the end. Heavenly Father, I thank you that Jesus, your son, is the unchanging king of the world. Eternal king, never changing. Thank you that he died on the cross for me to bring me into salvation and to bring me in to an unshakable kingdom that's an eternal kingdom. I believe in you, Jesus. I believe that you're the God who's the same yesterday, today and forever. And I give my life to you today, or I give my life afresh to you today. Let your peace fill my life. Your confidence be my confidence. And today, I see my citizenship to natural kingdoms, but bigger than those things, I say that my life is now a citizen of the kingdom of God. Not just when I die, but right here, right now, the kingdom of God has come into me and I have come into it. I have an unchanging Jesus and an unshakable kingdom. Thank you, Lord, that all of these things you've brought into my life as gifts. I receive them today with thanksgiving. Amen. If you prayed that prayer today or that prayer resounds, connects with your heart and you said amen at the end, 
God heard your amen. We want to help you take your next steps. So if you could contact us, that would be brilliant. Just contact us at um, family.church at our website with our emails, and we will contact you back and help you however we can. Listen, let not your hearts be troubled. God is in the midst and the middle and the center of all that's happening right now. And according to God's word, your life is safe in his hand. The Lord bless you. Have a great week.